This is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from Bill Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. Jumping into a very special edition of the Underground, it is Ned joined by Health, Johnny, and Jake. Boys, how are you going? Oh, uh, I have COVID right now. You've got COVID right now? Yeah, I got COVID right now. Man, that is terrible. Johnny, I'm are you here. better? Uh, I'm better. I think I, I think I actually just got over over it. I, I, I got off a cruise ship yesterday. I don't feel great, but I feel good enough. Oh, wow. Jeez. Well, I, I definitely have COVID. I just tested positive for it last night. So That's terrible. How many times have you had it now? Lucky three. Wow. This, I've only had it the once. This year, I haven't had it at all. So that really sucks, man. You feeling okay, you. though? I uh, don't feel that bad. I feel like I have a very, very mild cold. Oh, there but you I go. have a toddler, so I'm constantly fucking sick. It's just like <laughs> I live in filth and he just brings home every illness known to man so i'm not surprised oh man well that is terrible and i guess on the topic of COVID, i was going to talk about this soon but i hear the new album rat wars a lot of this was recorded during that COVID time and is, is that how it went down it's like a mix i think of there's a fair amount of it was written during COVID, but when we actually came together to make it we knew that we wanted to be like in the same room so it wasn't done during lockdown. During lockdown, we were doing our second collaboration album. Yeah. And we finished our first collaborative album and did the entire second collaborative album basically during sort of peak pandemic era. And then at that time, we were working on demos and writing for this record. But when we actually finished all the material and I recorded the vocals and everything, we got to be in the studio again. Oh, yeah, there you go. That, that That's very interesting right there because you're talking about that collaboration album that happened during during the COVID time there, and that got a lot of people through it, big fans sort of thing. And, Johnny, I see you've got yourself like a, a studio in the basement. How much time was spent down there? You're in there now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is where we record. I mean, we write a lot of, lot of, lot of stuff here. I mean, this is, this is the my beat laboratory. Yeah, the majority. I think the the main me that I'll know we did this different venue. Uh, Studio Venezuela. This is where I work out of. And I have, I have something very. My house is like under, like I have this all this water damage, so I'm not in it right now. But I have a space really similar to John's in size where I work at home as well. I mean, this day and age, especially with the lockdown, I think we all just invested some time an effort into building out like our workspaces because everybody was fucking trapped. So kind of yeah. had to do it. Yeah. And Jake, it's so funny that you say, and not funny, but you say that you've got water damage happening at your place. My studio where I'm sitting in right now, literally on Friday, flooded and it knocked out half of my vinyl collection, the whole sort of thing. And one of the uh, questions I was going to ask you guys was, what, do you guys, are you big into the, the collecting and that sort of thing? Like this seriously wiped out thousands of dollars worth of vinyl and I was absolutely shattered. What would be like both of you guys, like your most sort of prized possessions that you would be shattered if, if this was to happen to you? Well, my mom was a bit of a hoarder. Mm. So I've had like a strange relationship with holding on to things. Like I usually just tend to like get rid of things. 
because sort of there's a reactionary complex to her You're not being able to go. But as I've gotten older and, and sort of been staying in the same place, like I have a vinyl collection, but I stopped buying vinyl kind of for that reason. Like it's got to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't need any more of that. <laughs> I always just been a very avid reader, so I have a lot of books, but I feel like I could let that shit go. The weird thing that I never thought I would do that was not an issue like for most of the band was any kind of gear or guitar collecting and and but subsequent i think the pandemic and right before i kind of started amassing this bigger guitar collection so it's like oh like i always wanted a rickenbacker 360 or like i don't have a les paul like i should have a les paul like i don't know why i and then so now i have all these fucking guitars and i think that like when i think about the house getting damaged or something that's what i would think of it's like my guitar collection oh probably you, johnny like it, i hear you on the guitars what, what would be most shattering for you johnny uh you know i just it, anything expensive like my gaming pc but i would just build a new one i i try to not have yeah. sentimental stuff with this stuff it, vinyl too i have the same thing with jake i have a ton of vinyl it's just hell to, to move i do have some nice stuff that they collect well, I, I, I try to be too sentimental. i'm not much of a collector yeah. well you have though john is you have your house you actually have yes. a house now yes that's that's obviously you know i just if something happened to the nice wood up there, I'd be very sad. Um, <laughs> because it's so much money to fucking fix, too. You'd be like, oh, God, I'm fucked. You know? Yeah, but I would say I'm, we're not, neither of us are big collectors at all, except for I just started kind of collecting guitars. That's an expensive habit to have there, Jake. I, I know it's not a good... Well, luckily, like, we have this tremendous relationship with Fender, who has, like, given us some guitars over the years. And I think that... So it's like half of my collection is but by the grace of Fender guitars. And then when I started dipping into like, oh, I wanted a Rickenbacker or I want another type of guitar. I'm like, fuck this. This is a terrible hobby. You know, it's just <laughs> too expensive, it's, especially now. Like anything like that, classic guitars, classic cars, anything old, it's fucked. It's like so expensive. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely hear what you're saying. But guys, I've actually gone totally left field with this. So don't even know, I'll get back to where I'm, what I wanted to talk about was the album Rat Wars. Seriously, when I discovered you, it's only been a couple of years. It's since those collaboration albums back in 2020. And it, like I said, it got me through COVID sort of thing. And it did with a lot of people. I feel like you guys could kind of write the soundtrack to the end of the world. You've got that sort of, that eerie sort of feeling to you. I wouldn't even know how to describe you because you wouldn't really call yourself metal. What would you sort of label yourself? It's like an industrial metal sometimes, but then I don't even know. I can't even label it. Yeah, we're, we're industrial we're, or we're neo industrial but yeah we're, we're, neo, yeah. modern industrial modern yeah. industrial oh, neo, neo, neo industrial i said it's a little snappier but yeah that basis that's what it is you know that's how yeah. we see it uh, at least all right there man i absolutely love that right there and i one of the first things i was thinking was these guys could do a score for a soundtrack for a movie or something like that and then discovered that you've done gaming how did that come about like you were approached by a video game company yeah max we Payne? Got very, very very lucky they just asked us makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We I, mean, no, no. I, I think it makes sense in that ultimately how the project turned out, we were very proud of it. I think they were very happy with it, but we had no premonition or idea that anything like that would happen. We were just in New York playing a show, ended up they wanted to meet with us. We thought, okay, maybe we'll have a song on like one of the Grand Theft Autos, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And then it, it turned into, hey, you want to work on some music? And then that snowballed into, okay, you're doing the entire score to this giant video game. And we were basically just like fucking noise band that it 
was playing warehouses. And then all of a sudden we had to write an incredibly large volume of music, many times over more music than we had ever written in our career up to that point. Then I think it just, as John said, it was very unpredictable. We had no idea that anything like that was going to happen. And it obviously changed the trajectory of the band because like we've had this sort of strong connection to gaming culture ever since. I would say on their end, it was an extremely inspired choice. And uh, we're just very, very grateful for it. Oh, nice. Is there, is there anything else like that that you're involved in? Like, have you done any movies or anything like that as well? Uh, we did this we... very small indie film called Spaghetti Junction. But uh, we, we would like to do a movie. We'd really like to do a game, though, I got to say. Another big game. Yeah, I mean, we, we love scoring. Like, John and I are just fans of, you know, other visual mediums and it, being able to contribute to something and like make it more emotionally effective it's like pretty gratifying and you still get to write music but it doesn't have the same sort of pressure that uh your own band takes on you know like you're just assisting in the process rather than making yourself a focal point uh, yeah no i love that right there switching things up gotta talk about your videos here the unloved video johnny how how much fun was it for you to uh sorry not the unloved video the video where you dress up in the like Ashamed, 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 yes, sorry, I lost it off the top of my head there. How much fun was that for you to get out there and get on that suit-looking anime thing that you had on? That was great. I mean, we, we, we went to Dragon Con and Anime Expo. I, I love going to cons. Dragon Con in Atlanta is kind of my favorite con because it's a, it's a party first and con second, and it's southern. And it's totally just open. Like, it's, yeah. if you go down to each convention line to go shopping, at the end of each one, there's just a bar. I've never seen anything like that. Most conventions don't want you to drink, and they have it in like one little section there. They're just like trying. They want you to drink and just party. And it goes late. It goes to like 6 a.m. every night. Oh, it's like it's an bizarre. all night sort of thing. There you go. And it's and it's not in a convention hall. It's just in four hotels that are connected by bridges. And it's like this. I don't know. It's like this biggest Halloween party in the world or something. It, it's it's really great. My, I want to go back honestly. Yeah man it made for a very interesting video and like just crazy like when you hear that song that's not ex what you expect to put on the videos who's the sort of the mastermind behind the videos is it both of you guys or we just we throw ideas around for some i think i had this idea where i was like we should really got to do something at a con and the original idea for this video was way more ambitious and i wanted the whole band there we're gonna film all these parts but um you know it kept changing as we got it and then when jake saw the footage he's just like dude just just play it like this don't don't do all this fancy stuff and then i think it's better that way and it, it became it was more emotional the way that we ended up doing it which is i think that there was there was an idea that john had that was like more you know like how do we integrate the band into it like is there footage of me and bj the drummer and yeah, it just felt like, I think that you just always have to defer to the actual material that you have. And yeah, just, I think telling the story just in the same way that you would use an actor in a music video to be the main character. So it's like, John's the main character and you don't need to muddle it with like, oh, well, we got to see a guy singing. I think the message communicates itself more clearly in a simplistic and, uh, way. Uh, and uh, James uh, Marquis, my friend who uh, co-directed with me, he had the idea where he's like, dude, let's just film like Trunking Express because like we have no budget and we're just gonna be doing this on the fly and we just got this natural light and that's why it's all slow shutter like that and so you know i love that movie and i think it's really cool no one's you haven't seen that in that context you know so it actually looks very fresh yeah no 100 any more to come off the album there fellas i think uh, we, so we haven't released the the proper music video for children's sorrow yet so that'll come out next year and we might do another one i mean these things are a lot of work you know but um, yeah. but yeah we'll see i have an idea for one of the songs that i really am attached to and i'd really love to do but as john said i don't know if i love that idea as much as i don't love working 
working on music videos. It's just very <laughs> fucking time consuming. So it's just like, could be, if I could have someone just do it to my specifications and not have to be that involved, that would be lovely. But I don't know yeah. that we- Yeah, and, and also nowadays, like there's so much posting, like we can get more action just like throwing some random video game <laughs> over the same song, you know what I mean? Or we can work our asses off and make this really ambitious video. However, we are really happy with the response to the Shane video. People really connect to it. No, I mean, yeah, the yeah. effort was put into that video and I think that people are, are reacting to it. So that's that's great. I think it's definitely worth the time that you put in there, fellas. I love your visuals. There's something old school, like the, the old school goth videos for Unloved and that too. That was really cool. Just changing things up. You were in Australia early this year, right? Yeah. And like uh, that one sort of eluded me. Like you played in Tasmania, Sydney and Brisbane, was it? Yeah. Yep. Think, yeah, it's because we played that festival in Tasmania and that's really, it's like a Melbourne festival. So you can't play Melbourne too, you know? Oh man, like, yeah, you gotta play Melbourne next time you come out. Like, is it? Well, yeah, we are for sure. Yeah, we're, we're booking something right now. So we're gonna come back with a we'll proper. Be back. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions. Are you heading back out here soon with the new album? Definitely. Yeah, yes. we're definitely not gonna wait. Like, it was far too long in between. We've always had great shows and great experiences in Australia. It's actually the only place that we've always only had good shows. I think maybe because it took us long to come over the first time. But usually you're like, you know, you, you play, oh, it's the first show in Eastern Europe or something. And you're like, then you're like grinding it out. And then maybe it gets good later. But in Australia, they've always just been really fun. And there's always been good audiences. So we're trying not to leave such a gap in between tours anymore. Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing if you guys get back out here. What was the highlights of Australia when you here? Did you get to do any Australian sort of, I don't know, like hang out with koalas or do anything like that? Uh, well, so we, we've done all that before, yeah. but uh, Dark Mofo is incredible. And uh, my favorite thing is that oysters in Tasmania. It's the best oysters I've ever had in my life. Yeah, and, there you I mean, go. I got those oysters. Dark Mofo in just in general was like, we'd never seen an event so fastidiously and thoroughly curated. Like the entire city is transformed to all sort of fit the aesthetic of this, you know, not three day, but like multi, multi, it's like it spans like, you know, over a week. And so that was a really unique uh, experience. And I think that was definitely the highlight, like spending that time in Hobart and like, just the place you go to eat, the winter feast hall is like, I've never seen anything like it. It's fucking incredible. No, oh, there you go. And it's crazy that you did go to Tasmania because I was sort of talking for most people sort of do the East Coast and Tasmania gets missed. So those guys were lucky to get you. Uh, we've actually been there one other time. We were there really? for sort of, we were there for the inauguration of, of Mona Forma, the museum there. And that's who basically puts on Dark Mofo as well. So yeah. we had been there and gotten to stay for three or four days the first time as well. So we're one of the strange bands where we've actually been to Tassie twice. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, look yeah. out. All right, guys, before I let you go, I want to grab a, a recommendation from you both. It can be anything, something that you might be into outside of music and that sort of thing. We'll kick things off with you, Johnny. What's a uh, recommendation I, from you? I have to recommend Baldur's Gate 3. It is the one of the greatest RPGs ever made. It is so long. It's so impressive. I'm, I'm going to go back to playing it right now once we get off this thing. <laughs> nice. How about you, Jake? I would recommend the master Cormac McCarthy's final novel and companion novella before he passed away but i think 89 this this year the passenger and stella morris it's like one's just a, a full novel and the other one's a companion novella but i mean it's his last books i don't think there's going to be another writer like that so that would be my recommendation 
Oh, I love that right there. Very much left field. Well, thank you so much for taking time out, guys. The album Rat Wars drops December 7. It is a damn good one. Be sure to pick it up. You will love each other.com's got all of health socials on there as well as links to pick it up on vinyl. I'm going to have to get myself, I'm going to restart the vinyl with that health one, I do think. Really appreciate you taking time out, fellas. Awesome. Thank you. My condolences. They're flooding, man. That sucks. Oh, thanks, man. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.